I saw a cute meme the other day and it said something about if my candidate wins, I am going to wake up tomorrow and go to work and be happy and talk to my friends, talk to my kids, be joyful, be thankful, whatever. And it said, and if my candidate loses, I will do the same thing. And I thought it was so good and so telling of where we should really be putting our faith. And today's episode is not political at all. However, it is going to give us something to talk about with where all change in America does start. I hope that you love this episode and you'll share it with someone if you do like it. So come along, friend. Let's grow. Welcome to families that stick together, just step right over the random pile of clothes where it looks like all my kids melted, turn right past the pile of papers still out from last month's school project, maybe don't look at the sink, and make yourself at home, friend. This is where our family of six hangs out. It's where our real life happens. Stay long enough to be reminded of what we both already know, that swimming upstream is not without much work and grace, but it does come with friends who are rooting you on just as fiercely as the way you love your strong family. We work together here as friends so we can get to the end knowing we did well. Come along with us to gather together to grow through it all. Welcome, friend, with your laundry, your running shoes, or your cup of coffee. I can't wait to spend my time with you. And now my mom, who helps us find hearts at the zoo on giraffes, Jennifer Zambia. We are all about to come upon Christmas, and with that means the crazy, the busy, the overloaded schedules, trying to cram it all in. And here at Together, we just know how special it is to you to be able to slow down and have the tools that you need to just be together, connect over meaningful words and meaningful moments, and of course, keep Christ in Christmas. You all will love this Together for Advent. I just know it. It is a commitment to 25 days of really good connection with your very favorite people, your family. And that maybe that sounds a little overwhelming. Oh my gosh, 25 days in a row where we have to make the time, but you guys, it fits right into your small moments. Grab it when you're sitting around the table before you do bedtime prayers, just on the couch in the morning, whatever it is, you just simply read the biblical story of Christmas, which you want to read anyway every day during Christmas with any advent calendar you use. And this one is just different because you peel a sticker that becomes a prompt for a question that applies to your real life. So when you talk about on December 4th that Mary said yes to God and accepted whatever his will was for her, then you get to peel the sticker that says, is it easy for you to say yes? What situations are easy? What situations are difficult? So you take that lesson right out of there. You give it to your family and you guys get to talk about what really matters together about the real situations going on right in front of you. Sometimes all we have are the small moments. We will help you make them big. Order today at togethermoments.com. You can still order, but we can't guarantee it because supplies will be limited. Again, that's at togethermoments.com slash shop.
So I have a podcast, and I was a U.S. history and government teacher, and I happen to have a podcast that is being released on the exact day as a presidential election. What are the chances? Actually, it's 1 in 1,460. <laughs> I've been thinking about this episode for a while. I thought about so many possibilities. I could talk about the way the Constitution was magnificently designed to be like a security system for our democratic republic with checks and balances and separation of powers and four other principles. Quizzy on that later. Um... I could read some inspiring famous speech like Washington's farewell speech. I could give some trivia facts or talk about the Electoral College. But then I can almost see your eyes get big as I say this. Like, really? Is that what I'm tuning into this week? And the answer to that is no. There will not be a history lesson. Not exactly, anyway. Today, I'm going to speak here on this episode as a mom, not a history teacher. I say this in the opening of my podcast, but boy, do I feel like I swim upstream pretty much daily from television shows that appear to be made for kids to the commercials in between, what is spoken in songs to what everybody sees in public. And these are just the obvious things my kids are exposed to, but I feel like I am constantly undoing what my children are being fed. Do you feel that way? I mean, it's so crazy, isn't it? In the last few months, I have banned one kid's show in my house, and one is on its second strike. It's about to be banned if I see anything else. But that's just because I happen to walk in at just the right time to see the filth they were spewing at my kids. We have an earmuffs, eyes closed rule on commercial breaks, and thank goodness I don't take my kids into stores anymore to see the garbage on magazines at checkout or the indoctrination on ads all over the stores. This is just a small sampling of what is manipulating my kids' minds, and I'm not even going to touch on all the things trying to get in my head as the adult. You know the saying about the frog boiling. If you drop him into a boiling pot of water, he'll leap out. But if you drop him into comfortable water and then you slowly turn up the heat and let him get more comfortable and then do it some more, well, soon you've caught him and he's yours. I don't need some famous history quote or textbook analysis to prove that's the climate of what we are living in in our culture right now. A group of thought trying to boil us slowly to swim the same way as them, or not at all, I guess, to make us think we're wrong for wanting to raise our families a certain way or believe things based on certain values. It's a slow process, really. Hit us in a song, get us in a commercial, try to tie it all into emotions, make us second-guess the values we've always held to be true. Here's the thing. No matter if it's the Tuesday of the presidential election that happens once every four years, or it's some random Tuesday in March of an odd-numbered year, There are a whole lot of forces trying to tell us and our families what we are, quote-unquote, supposed to stand for. And if we don't take time to notice this and then 
take the time required to undo it if necessary, then we run the risk of being a casualty in the war on the way God intended family to be. The events of the last eight months, combined with a presidential election year, has given us a lot of time to evaluate what we stand for in a way we never have. It has made us want to be even more brave as parents and honestly, not really care what anyone thinks. I think it's really strengthened that muscle of ours because we are just fed up. It's also solidified our belief that besides our faith in our church and the teachers that we love, we don't want anyone teaching our children before we get a hold of them first. As we all know, between the garbage that can be on social media and the indoctrination of television, advertisements, and so many other avenues, there has maybe never been a more important time for us to rise and stand up for what we believe. If there was ever a grassroots effort that needed to launch our country in a new direction, it is this one. The one that is waiting in every single house in America right now. There's no difference, no matter your faith, your race, your income, your background. Every one of us can do this, and every one of us can do it well. I've said it before, but it's the magical spot that sits in our homes right now, begging to be used. It's our kitchen table, our family dinner table to be exact. And Ronald Reagan said it best in his farewell address in January 1989. This was his quote, all great change in America begins at the dinner table. He said it as the follow-up to his discussion of whether Americans are doing a good job, a good enough job, teaching their children why America is great. He said, if we forget what they did, we won't remember who we are, as he was talking about those who bravely and selflessly fought for our freedoms. But his point that all change begins right in our homes, where we already come to gather together, cannot be lightly heard. If you and I sit here right now and can agree that we have a lot of things battering us and making it hard for us to stand up and keep our values strong, then I think we can both agree that it all we have as our weapon is our home and, and what happens in there. And then we have to dig a little deeper and say, okay, so what happens? Yeah, we have to talk. We have to get into our family. We have to make sure we have these discussions and and we're noticing these things. But then what do we do? Because we're busy and we're living our real lives and we are going out into the world daily and having to to deal with these things. And yeah, we're going to see these on TV and listen to these songs and scroll through social media and whatever it is. But What if we have this place where we all take time to gather as one and and regroup? It's our family dinner table, and we have to make it happen. And if we aren't committed to those nights right now, why? Make it happen. Schedule it. 
put it on the calendar, know that that family dinner time is so much more valuable today than I think any of us realize because we have to use that time not to sit and talk politics, not to sit and talk about all these things, but if we are having just the everyday conversations and talking about those moments during the day, then it's going to bring up the opportunity for us to instill values and to share stories with our kids of when we had to go through something that they're going through. And we naturally just start building this foundation of morals and values even stronger and stronger. So when the hard things come, they have that baseline of how to make every other decision. And we do as a family as well, so that we know what we are about and and what defines us as our core unit and what we are not going to back down from. And then it helps you choose your friends and who you surround yourself with. And it naturally leads to all those decisions about what you let fill your mind from the television or through the phone or through the music or whatever it is. And then when those things come at us and we can't combat them, guess what? They won't knock us down because we're strong enough. So it doesn't matter if you see those because it's not going to change who you are or what you stand for. And we all know the value of conversation. And if we can just really, really look at our family dinner table, not as this place that everyone's trying to get us to sit down at because there's research studies or whatever that says you should sit there, but because we know that that is magical for us, that it makes us look at each other. It's designed so that we have to face one another. We look in each other's eyes. We don't bring screens there. We don't get distracted. We don't get up and go play with a toy. We actually listen and engage in conversation with one another. We praise each other. We compliment. We bring positive conversation there. We don't use it as a time to talk about negativity. We save that for another time but we use our family dinner table for everything good and and make the change that needs to happen in the morals and the values in our own home first and make those solid so that we can truly stand up when we have to swim upstream and it's not that hard of a thing anymore because we're so used to it and we're empowering our family to do the same. And yes, I'm absolutely going to say grab it together for family dinner. The sticker prompts will make it happen for you. It's so easy. These things work for all of this. And if you don't have that, try this one. Try having everyone do the three L's at dinner. You say, what today made you act like a leader? What lesson did you learn? And what made you laugh? That's a really simple way to get the conversation going really well. Mother Teresa said, if you want to change the world, go home and love your family. There is no doubt in the crazy schedules of our days and the busyness that we all face that the one place we can love our family really well and really consistently and keep showing up 
is at our family dinner table. It truly is the place we can grow stronger together, we can pray together, we can build each other up together, and we can be there for one another. The unique thing about a democratic government is it truly is built by we the people, and I will fight forever to keep we the family strong in this country because I believe wholeheartedly that when our families crumble, our communities crumble, and our society begins to crumble, we owe it to our country to keep our families strong. And I believe that it truly does begin at the family dinner table. If you love what you're gathering through these episodes, please screenshot, tag us, share with friends, and leave a review. It is the best compliment you can give us. It is so encouraging, and together we can help grow stronger families. Be sure to follow us at Together Moments on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a DM. Check out all our incredible games and tools and your free family resources at togethermoments.com. As always, Take time to gather, together to grow, and speak the words that matter.